This is a tripod broadcast. Well, now that we're second half of the show, you think there's a ghost in the machine? Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. what kind of it's Delta. Yeah, it's a nano. Nano Delta. Now, this is a new flavor, though. We haven't tried this flavor. Though. Okay. Lime. It might taste like a bag of dicks. Tastes like alka salsa. It'd be better colder. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> pulled, yeah. Them out, pulled them out of the refrigerator. To come on the way here, and I, I actually thought to myself because you know it's a good twenty five minutes drive for me. Yeah, yeah. And I thought about I was like because we have this cooler that we use to go get our raw milk in. Because mm-hmm. I only fuck with the raw milk, bro. <laughs> and uh, uh, cat hair on there. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll fill this cooler up, put these in there, put them on ice. That way they're they're ice cold for us. And then mm-hmm. I was like, ah, screw it. What's <laughs> who cares? Why should I bother? I, I mean, they'll do the job either way. All right. Yeah, you're welcome to hit the buffet. I brought quite a uh, quite a number of. Um, so would it would this drink count as an edible? Can, yeah, it's an edible. So eight different edibles you brought. Eight and two different pens <laughs> and two different pens, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I uh, my mom is probably wishing that she hadn't raised me by this point. But well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat one of the. One of the gummies that taste like feet. Well, these are kind of sticky. What? Yeah. Oh, it's something to do with these labels. These labels are weird with the humidity. Because they weren't like that on my desk. That's weird. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That is odd. So what do you... What do you? Okay, so you got the seltzer, and then what do you... I just took a watermelon. Delta 9? Nano mm-hmm. Delta 9? Okay. <clears throat> it's not too bad. Yeah? Is it pretty good? Yeah. Good. Um... Any hempy, it, it shouldn't be, I wouldn't think it'd be too hempy because it's supposed to be nano, which I believe is a powder, water-soluble. It's not really. Um, it's a lot more more loose than a normal gummy. Yeah. It's softer, I guess. Yeah. Softer. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see where that takes you. Not what. Not much in the way of like, how, how after, like some, some gummies you'll, you'll eat. To make your mouth feel like real sticky, it's because they distill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, the, the, this should be powder, so there shouldn't ha- you shouldn't have any of that. Hmm. Yeah, that's the powder that I can get you if you want to start doing edibles. Yeah, uh, because the guys that make these have access to all these different. That's that's. I think I got you some of the water soluble nano delta eight before you the did. Powder. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, but now they have delta nine, and they have it as CBD. They have I, I can get you all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of options. Yeah, I'm just waiting for you to start an edible business that's going to really take us to the moon. <laughs> well, have you screwed around with it at all? Like you? Or- no, no. I mean, I looked at a couple recipes, but the <clears throat> the doldrums of too much time on my hands. Yeah, really set in. Yeah, the past week. Yeah, and it's just like so. The motivation to, to, to do things is super low right now. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I, f- I forced myself to, to, cause I hadn't been looking really a whole lot for a, a new, a new gig. Yeah. So today I, I kind of forced myself to do that. Well, that's, that's also why I asked you because I was like, well, I haven't really, I mean, I figured you'd tell me if you did find something, but I was like, yeah, I should, I should ask. That's the, the good thing to do. Um, yeah. But, and of course what we're talking about. So I don't know if you noticed, you never said anything about it. Not, not that you really care. Or I think I, maybe I even mentioned this, um, like when I was leaving. Um, so I didn't post last week's recording that we did. Yeah. Um, just, just too much, too much going on. And it was too, um, I don't know. It felt like a train wreck. Um, I, I don't think you were in a tremendous spot and, and, and not to put words in your mouth, but I know that I certainly wasn't, um, yeah. due to a, a number of different things. So yeah, lost to the ether. Actually, I thought about, I thought about posting like in the, in the inner circle and saying like, mm-hmm. well, for a $5 donation, I'll send you the direct file or something like that. Um, uh, no, just, just, yeah, not, not, um, not great. Not the best effort, but yeah, it's, it's been, a, it's been a really challenging two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Over, over a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but got to see Chris get baptized on Sunday. I yeah I heard you uh, sent so me cool. sent me a picture yeah he uh, it was funny because the guy made a joke because I guess Chris has been a lifeguard before uh-huh. and he made a joke when he was getting ready to dunk Sarah because he, he he did Sarah first and he was like well luckily Chris is a lifeguard so <laughs> I didn't know he was a, had been a lifeguard in a past life I uh, and then of course as a as a gift I got him a very nice I think it's leather bound I'm not sure maybe fake leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got him a really nice KJV uh, Bible, there you go. Uh, and put a note in the in the front page. Um, it was really nice to see. Yeah, it was really. It was just, and it, and it was a great day. We went out there and and hung out with them and and uh, had a bonfire and all that out at his place. And nice. Good it's times. Uh, yeah, it, it's good to see. He went from vegetarian. <laughs> it's true. To yeah. Now he's he's you know vegetarian city dweller no less. Yeah. Now homesteading getting baptized. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Well, I mean, you know, I and folks would probably make fun of him for that just general population, I mean. Sure. But if you think about it, you know, the way I think about it, I'm like, well, that makes it it does not seem surprising at all to me. I mean, I stand back and I'm like, oh, what a long strange trip it's been. Like I look at it that way. Yeah. But it's really not surprising to me because as you look at what's going on, just you know, on the on the even the world stage and all the way down, it's like, well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take those moves? Yeah. And anybody who's not and is is pushing for their city lifestyle and their their restaurants and their their Walmart and you know the the comforts that industrial society has come to give all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think within the next five to ten years, there's going to be there's going to be a split, and there's going to be a, a more stark difference between being able to keep those things, and and wanting to live apart and outside of the system. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to be able to avoid it. No, probably not. Probably not. But we'll we'll see. I mean, we've been, you know, yeah. I don't know the um, the water has been been boiling. Right. For many years. Yeah. And keeps, uh, keeps getting hotter and hotter. So, you know, and we haven't hit what's amazing to me is we have it. We, we, we just tipping point. No. It, yeah. But the, there, 
wh- where is the tipping point? When's that going right. to happen? Right. You know, what is the catalyst going to be? I, more and more every day. I don't. I don't think there's going to be one, man. No. I really think that it's just going to be one slow drip of totalitarianism, and and demonizing these ideas of freedom, individual sovereignty, liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a currency that isn't tracked and traced, and all this. In anything that is outside, you know, sort of the anti-human agenda. It's just going to get more and more demonized, and they're going to get pushed more and more to the outside of society, which is why. Did you listen to, uh, by the way, uh, Derek Bros on THC? Most recent episode. <clears throat> yeah, if I'm not I, I have. Yeah, real I've, good. I've been been listening to a lot of podcasts. I was going to say, <laughs> not for lack of time. Yeah, I actually, yeah, the of, Freedom Cells guy. Lots of podcasts. Caught up on a couple TV shows, and oh, um, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I started watching the Harry Potter franchise over again. I don't know. Finished the second movie this af- this afternoon. Matthew as like a reward to myself because a I, reward to yourself. I it sounds like I a turned, punishment. I turned in five different resumes to different places. Imagine how your ancestors feel hearing you say, "I turned in five resumes today, so I'm going to reward myself with a Harry Potter movie." <laughs> Imagine with, with your ancestors. With the last half of a Harry Potter movie. Thanks. I didn't, I didn't started the next one yet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Far yeah. be it for me to mm-hmm. make it sound like more than it is. <laughs> the last half of a Harry Potter movie. So not only. I know. It's pathetic. It's not pathetic. Not only are you looking for a new, lo- or for a new job, but mm-hmm. you're gay now, too. Is that. <laughs> well, I are a woman. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm 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 official officially a woman. Then you should just go compete in like any woman's sport and just clean up. Just do, have like three good years of any just... woman's sport. I could I could clean up in running. <laughs> running isn't a sport. Well, it's, it's debatable. Not. It's not. Um well anyways, so I guess I guess we're a little bit probably behind as far as the listeners concerned. Matt got fired. No. <laughs> no, I quit my job. I quit my job rather suddenly. Um, and in because you, you talked about it on the lost episode, so I if do, you want to yeah. recap or in haste, um, probably wasn't the smartest decision and move on my part. But uh, here, I here we are, nonetheless. Well, I you know what I I felt like it was there were certain things that I was tired of compromising and putting up with. Yeah, both from the job and from myself when it comes concerns the job. So. There we are, and there, there uh, it is. Yeah. yeah, not gonna not gonna look back. Yeah, keep keep moving forward. But um, yeah, took took a break and haven't really done a whole lot for about two weeks. But yeah, other than Harry Potter films. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> My God, of all the things, skipped they're, skipped right over Mad Men. Did you? They're decent movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to have to do the. Eighth watch of Mad Men, the, the way the Peggy you, Shuffle. You, uh, oh my God, that, <laughs> the worst character. You can't look at it as because too many people look at it as a show about her. If you look at it as a show about Don and mm-hmm. and the human condition, it's mm-hmm. way more entertaining. If yeah. you look at it like, you know, I don't know HuffPo or whoever looks at it like it's a show about Peggy and mm, the working girl. No, then it's garbage. <laughs> but if you look at it as a show about Don and the human experience, then I've never, I've never considered it a show about Peggy. I, I, there are people that do. I think that's the, t- the 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 title is called Mad Men. 
Well, Matt, you know how they are. Men. They just they just take everything and corner it. And uh, actually, uh, speaking of, speaking of shows, I sent uh, I sent the first season of Yellowstone on Telegram to my brother in law, mm-hmm. and it was funny because, and this is something I like to see from a husband and wife. By the way, if I say something to the wife, and then the husband mentions it to me, mm-hmm. I like it when that happens. Because I want the husband and wife to be communicating a lot. And so it was funny. I sent him the first season and he was like, oh, thanks, man. Can't wait to get into it. Because he was, he was bitching when we were talking about it. He's like, well, I'm not going to pay for Paramount Plus. And I was like, I don't blame you. I'll send you the files. <laughs> you know. And, uh, and then it was funny because as soon as I sent him to him and he was like, oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. The, a couple minutes later, his wife texted me and said, don't involve my husband in your crime. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a mark of a good relationship if a husband and wife communicate a lot. But it is, it is. Um, yeah, I don't understand why people, why pay, why I yeah, I, why pay for that kind of stuff. I for for a while there, I did. You know, like I I bought Mad Men on on Google Play because uh, it was really cheap. They had like a discount and all that. Yeah. Um, and then I had Netflix for a while because T-Mobile was paying for it. They did, you know, it's like bundled with your, sure, you know, their globalist bullshit. Um, and so I watched a lot of stuff on there. But then after that, I was like, no, nah, man, I'm just going to go back to Torrance because none of the, I can't justify giving any of these people money. <laughs> I really can't. I can barely justify watching any of their, their you know, yeah. garbage, their, their goy programming. <laughs> but, but I was like, yeah, um, I'll just steal it. Still, the, the only thing about Torrance is if you want to watch something that isn't like top fifty shows the past five years, mm, it'd be difficult to find. Yeah, if yeah. you're you going back, I mean, even with the Black Sales, the, four, oh, yeah. the fourth season, I had a hard time finding the last episode. Yeah, bummer. Yeah, and mm. uh, but they do that too. Yeah, and there are a couple underground um, Telegram channels because they get pulled all the time mm-hmm. that have giant archives of movies and shows and stuff. Yeah. So occasionally you can find stuff on there too. Yeah. It's really old. So, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. If something's not at least less than two or three years old. Sometimes you can have a hard time finding it, but I should have waited to quit my job a couple more weeks <laughs> because there's a game of Thrones spinoff that, show oh, for God's sake. And the new Lord of the Rings show comes K-E! out. K-E! There's two of them. September for you. 1st. So, That'll be fun. I, I I did a little bit of research on the uh, the new Lord of the Rings show. It looks interesting, um, despite all the blacks, the, the forced diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I guess they had the premiere yesterday in Hollywood. Oh, and so I was watching like behind the scenes of like the red carpet stuff. Like that. God, who are you, Harry Potter? I was bored, motherfucker. Carpet? I was like, bored. But, but, Fuck off. I was bored. I've I was, really I was bored. bored. I've never watched a red carpet premiere, Matt. I I've wasn't really red bored carpet premiere. It was a three minute TikTok <laughs> that I found on Reddit. It's a TikTok. <laughs> That's worse. Of people walking on the red carpet with like n- <laughs> random fans in the background. <laughs> That's worse. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your chickens. That's all Can I have to say. Oh my god. No, I don't want to give my chickens. There were very there were very few <laughs> black people in the on the red carpet. Okay. So, as there should be. 
<laughs> anyway, that being said, well, I'm going to give it a chance to see, see see what happens. Yeah, I'm not super happy that they did. There there are there's going to be like a lot of forced diversity. Yes, there's going to be a completely black like old man black hobbit. Yeah, there's going to be a black dwarf and <laughs> a light skinned. Well, not light skinned, but medium. If ten is the blackest gorilla you've ever seen. <laughs> Don't be rude. Yeah. And, and like a one is like Rosero Dawson. He's like a three. Okay. Four. Okay. I was, I, I, where was I the other day? Oh yeah. I did my, it was one of the things I've been doing. I didn't do it today, but like just. Oh, to, your, your air conditioning walk? To get out of the house and go to Walmart and hang out for like an hour. Walk around. <laughs> Which is amazing Keeps because me you're moving. not a black woman. It's, but- it's real close by. Keeps me moving. Yeah. Gives me something to do. In the AC. Yeah. And it's, I don't blame I'm, it. It's not really about the AC so much as it just like. It would be for me, man. Like, I'm do something. And I saw like the blackest black guy I've ever seen in my life. I swear. <laughs> anyway. His eyes are like white laser beams coming out. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a black dwarf, black hobbit, black elf. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. Yeah. How how it is. But um, they've, they've already gotten ahead of the. Um, I don't know if you've, you've heard <laughs> Disney Plus did a show about Han Solo, not Han Solo, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think uh, I have the high ground did an episode about it. They have um because they're gay. One of the main characters in that show is a black Jedi. Well, not black Sith. Okay, okay. And Disney Plus and Disney told her, coached her on how to defend herself being a black female in a show with a mostly white male uh, fan base and okay. how to deal with the deal with the backlash. Blowback. <laughs> and there wasn't a whole lot of black bat, backlash. Mm. It is because Disney and black, Star Wars. We call it Blacklash. It's Blacklash. Blacklash. <laughs> Is show title <laughs> is completely cucked. Okay, yeah, you know this and is why and their fan base is cucked. Mm-hmm. Their fan base is soy af. Yes, okay. yeah, that's that's why I'll never go back and watch Star Wars. Like I never did growing up. I I still haven't. I've seen a you know two or three of the they're movies. great movies. I'm sure they are. But the thing now is like everybody who says that they're a Star Wars fan, but for like honestly, you know, m- my friend Aaron, yeah, and probably my wife, if she would still admit to it. Like every time somebody says, "Oh yeah, I'm a big Star Wars fan," it's just it's picture the worst kind of just purple hair person, and that's who embodies it. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. I mm-hmm. understand that, but something about really liking Star Wars and being a a, a spineless, uh, soulless liberal go hand in hand. And so I want to avoid whatever that is. <laughs> okay, so when we talk about on we're talking about, you know, TV and that kind of thing. Right. We'll just post this on TV teardown. As when you're saying uh, I'm a fan of right. a certain genre or a certain show or something like that. Hmm. To me, I'm a fan of zero shows. Okay. And TV. Okay. To me being a fan is like have posters and things. I have memorabilia. Right. I have T-shirts. I have posters. I have a Funko Pop. Yeah. Of one of the, of a character. 
<laughs> okay, in whatever it is. I have a Funko. I have one Funko Pop that my wife bought me. Superman. Yeah. So I have one that my brother bought me. Yeah. And I haven't. It's in the garage somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Out of the box. It's a little Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Yeah. They got me like ten years ago. Yeah. And like I. I think you had it sitting near the studio um, when we were at one point. At yeah. Your, yeah. At one point. But yeah. So so when I say oh I watched you know the new Obi-Wan or whatever. Or I'm looking forward to the new Lord of the Rings show, which I am. Yeah. Mostly because of nostalgia. Yeah. Which I, you explained in the most recent newer uh, uh, Lord of the Rings thing. Like that was your whole, it was like, well, you know, I kind of have to watch it in, in the context of everything that they've done. I don't have to watch it, but I know I, I do want to watch it because actually that's a good idea. I should, <laughs> I should do that. What's that? I was just, like a watch party with me and my brothers. Cause I was about to say mm. it's like, if I'm it's a family, thing if I'm not, does. if I'm the only brother who doesn't watch this show, as soon as it's up, <laughs> like I'm going to lose some points. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to lose some points. So I'm sure we're, we're all going to be watching it, but uh, yeah, a watch party would be fun. I have a, I have a poster of Michael Scott, uh, crossing his arms. And it says, it's a quote of his, I guess the atmosphere that I've tried to create here is that I'm a friend first and a boss second and probably an entertainer third. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that makes me a fan of the office since I got memorabilia, right? And I, I also have a Dundee, but mm-hmm. that was given to me. That was given to me for doing somebody's wedding. Yeah. So, um, but there's, I, in anyway, in this context, there's just, I think, as an adult, mm. like, if you're 15, 16, 17, okay, 25, mm-hmm. and... Are a rabid fan of something. Excusable. Mm. But once you're over the age of 30. Yeah, it's a little, especially, especially as a man. Yeah. yeah. Because, because, yeah, and we've talked about this concept on the show before, but, <clears throat> or like, like the intro to Aeon Bite, write your own legend, live your own myth. Mm-hmm. If, because we, we have substituted what is a natural and I think even a biological drive particularly when it comes to men, for adventure, for conquest. Which are why these stories are so popular in, Precisely. in pop culture. Yeah. And why you have, you know. So when I, who, when I see a man who's over 30, who's foaming at the mouth about uh, any, any of it, even if, you know, Yellowstone, stuff that I like, like, it's, you know, Breaking Bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but particularly like the cape shit, you know, too. I'm like, dude, you you have got to get out of your four walls of of EMF <laughs> radiation and entertainment and and create your own myth and and live live adventurously to where you don't have to necessarily like have get get that. a get a natural uh um uh, sort of satisfaction for that drive to conquer to I, I forget those sorts of things. I think I had already seen this, but you sent me a post on 4chan about video, right? Did I? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's the last two weeks have been nuts, man. I, I may have. I hope I saved it. About video? Yeah. It doesn't really ring a bell. I don't think I saved it. the The whole point of the post, I I did video. It doesn't. Yeah, it really didn't ring a bell. So, it smells nice. Yeah, get. get your, I can smell it from here. Yeah. Pipe tobacco is very, very, very Jesse. Very Jesse got me. Um, 
started on this. It's called Lane One Q. I think is the is the uh, the name of the tobacco. Mm-hmm. And man, is it! I mean, it is smooth. It is flavorful. It is really good. Just put it all in there at once, huh? Well, so there's a lot of different methods to doing this. Yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to pinch it. There's there's the pinch method, but see, I've found if you go like this and just kind of shake it, <laughs> ladies, to where you get it filled to the top there like that. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is then then that's what I push down. And I do that like two or three times. It's the same thing, same concept as two or three pinches. Oh, no, I, 10 pinches for a bowl that size? You go small, like pea-sized pinch. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Hmm. You have a pipe? You want some? Uh, I haven't smoked in a while. But the pinch, what the pinch does... Probably better for you than decade reds over there. What the pinch does is creates little pockets of tight tobacco. Uh-huh. Right? And then those cherry up, and you have small cherries that you smoke off of, and then when one cherry starts to go... Rather than... Basically, what you're doing is you're not heating up the entire bowl. Because I'm sure the way you're doing it, that bowl gets really hot, doesn't it? Generally, yeah, yeah. You don't want that because you, you're you want don't want the to um crack your wood, which is what that'll do. It'll it'll warp the wood wood, and you'll have too much burn of the actual wood rather than a straight straight smoke. Anyway, video. Aside from all that, video video games. No, just v- video in general. Mm. The screen. Right, I may have sent you some about that. You talk about like hypnosis and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, go yeah. ahead. But what it does is, is, it's the. Let me see if I can find it here because I think you did send it to me. But you could search in that uh, that poll, that poll channel. You might find it. Yeah, this might be it. It simulates activity. Mm, yeah, rather than you doing the thing yourself. Well, your point of um, of uh, here we go. You did. You sent it to me. Video media. Humans are unable to distinguish between reality and movies. Everyone will say they can because they don't want to sound dumb, but our brains do not evolve to process movies. I did send you we this. We literally yeah. think they are real unless we subconsciously, unless we consciously make an effort to separate them from reality, which basically no one does because no one thinks that we uh, thinks that movies are real. In fact, if you tell someone this, this they will probably mock you for being low IQ or something, being unable to stand that it's just a movie, man. Yes, you probably think that. Uh, you don't think that Thanos is out there cruising the universe the Infinity Stones, but subconsciously, you absorb all the behaviors and attitudes of the protagonist in the films. Precisely. Human beings have evolved to emulate people who are socially successful, wealthy, beautiful, etc. This is an evolutionary survival strategy because it works in real life. If you emulate how Jeff Bezos behaves, in that he's cutthroat, megalomaniac asshole, and crushes competition, you will probably be successful. If you emulate your local business owner with a great work ethic who works seven days a week and focuses on nothing else than his business, you will probably be successful. But what do movies do? They present you with a fictional character who is usually very socially acceptable. The problem? You'll emulate this fake behavior which fucks you over in real life. I'll use women as an example. Hashtag all women. But men are vulnerable to this as well, although less. Sex in the City was legendary in how it turned an entire generation of women into 45-year-olds with no husband or kids, bitter, angry, psychotic, addicted to wine and prescription pills, and hateful of the world and of men. This TV series shows four women's very socially successful characters bounce around New York, high society, fucking chads, and living their dream, 
and doing whatever they want. And in the end, it works out for them. Works out for all the Zero characters. Zero consequences from that behavior. Therefore, women decided to emulate the successful behavior, and it ruined their fucking lives. What about men? Men might look at, at someone like Tony Stark and think that it is realistic to be some kind of super genius who can solve anything instantly and create anything they want. They might look at someone like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious and think that it's good to never back down from a challenge or shit like, my friends, my family, and they always come first, blah. I would, I would allege uh, Don Draper, um, sure. um, Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, there's plenty of other, you know, applications that I would These say. These things are, more- are not true in real life, but many men believe them because they have subconsciously absorbed successful social behavior from movies. Movies can do this to you because they literally create false memories. Movies create memories in your head that are not real and not based upon the rules of reality. Once you understand this, you begin to realize how fucked up everyone is since everyone consumes like 50 hours of media a week. People spend more time watching video media than they do interacting with real people, which means that people have more fake memories than real ones. And then he goes off on... He goes off on just different members of... or different sections of society. Um, but it was a very interesting read. I, I only read maybe a quarter of it, a third of it. It's a very interesting read because oh, this was this this was the context. This was an MK Ultra post. Yes, it was. I didn't bring that into it. Yeah, I didn't think it necessarily pertinent for the point I was trying to make. But yes, that's I what, wasn't sure if that was it, was it or not. But yeah, I've argued this for years about pornography. Yeah, and that pornography, your brain doesn't know the difference between watching something on screen and watching it in real life. Mm-hmm. Consciously, we're thinking, oh, that's a porno. Subconsciously, we are training ourselves to get off watching other people get laid. That's what we're training our brain, the lizard part of our brain to do. And 95% of behavior is subconscious. Mm-hmm. How you may think, I'm always consciously doing these things, but your motivations and your reactions have been trained by the subconscious to act in that certain way. So while you're constantly saying, I'm riding this bike, your muscle memories, right, are the ones actually keeping you balanced and moving forward on that bike. Upright. Yes. It's not you consciously willing it. It's, well, you've subconsciously trained your body to be able to do this behavior. Yeah. And now it's now it's just, just natural. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. So with pornography and with media in general, especially video media, right? Mm. You're watching things happen on screen and placing yourself in the protagonist's role, mm-hmm. right? Whether consciously or subconsciously. Whether consciously or subconsciously. And in doing this, you're... Consciously tra- when it comes to Yellowstone. You're but- training your brain, <laughs> just, like the, just like the guy who, who watches porn yeah. and thinks that that's what sex is. Mm-hmm. Which is everybody who watches who is yeah. seen porn. Yeah. 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 And then wonders why, like Careful. W- wonders <laughs> wonders why uh the normal nice girl doesn't doesn't like him or doesn't like when he does certain specific things in bed. Because right. those things only happen in porn or in the bedrooms of people who have been severely traumatized by porn that they think that's normal sex. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Gagging, eye-watering, mascara running okay. down the face, right? <laughs> That's not real life. Yeah. For 99%, well, I would say it's it's probably 90 95 per, now. 90% of people, that's yeah. not what sex is. 
Yeah. Right. So while those things can happen, but it's not the basis of reality. True so, sex is missionary, uh, nice and slow. Everybody warmed up, you know. <laughs> That's how God wants you to do it, kids. <laughs> so when we, we consume... I'll cut this out. Yeah. What? <laughs> Her pleasure has nothing to do with you. <laughs> for life to occur, a female orgasm is not necessary for life to occur. A man's orgasm is... <clears throat> What's I think it's more likely, though. Then what is important? And I think there's data to back that up. I think it's more likely to get pregnant if she has an orgasm. Uh, that might be true. With the with the like the way the the cervix reacts and everything. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. No, the involuntary muscle movement of the of yeah. the uterine floor and stuff like that. I'm yeah. sure because you know chickens. I've looked this up. Chickens will actually. It's really funny when they get fertilized. Mm-hmm. They can actually, and this is amazing. Like this is like that's bizarre but awesome. <laughs> chickens can just push out an unwanted load like <laughs> yeah like so they can get fertilized by a rooster who just does it you know uh, like our rooster he just it, yeah he's getting his indiscriminate yeah. yeah just just whoever is available it does not there's no rhyme or reason i've seen him mount like three chickens in five minutes like he just just bam 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 um but but yeah she can apparently the 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 female chicken the hen if you will can if she's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not screwing with his baby. She can just squirt it right out, squirt huh. it right back out, and not have anything to worry about. Yeah, interesting. Isn't that neat? A chicken yeah. waffen facts. Chicken waffen facts. That's right. So, Chick- we're talking chicken abortions here on GTST. <laughs> so, when we talk about consuming that media, right? Right. Yeah. The the more seriously you take it, the more time and energy you put into it. Yeah. Which is this is why I, I, being a casual fan, is the only type of fan you need to be. Yeah. The more time and energy you put into it, the more it's going to shape your behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how you react to certain things. If I went around acting like Gandalf all the time, <laughs> people You're, would, people would, I would not be very successful in life. Probably not. No. There are certain ro- <clears throat> roles and certain maybe types of, of jobs and lifestyles where you could kind of do that and get away with it. Right. But, you know, it has to be very specific uh, set of circumstances. Yeah. So picking up on that subconscious behavior, you know, I grew up with this, this dude from about the time I was six to about the time I was 14 that lived on uh, our street. And I lived on the very... First house on the street, and he lived on about six houses down on the under, other end of the street. And he was probably 25, 26, 27, and I'm like 10 years old, you know. But his house was right next to um, a buddy of mine. Okay. We're both the same age. And we'd hang out in their yard all the time, and, and it was him and like two of his two of his school buddies and the, mm. the, 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 all the boys would hang out together. I was probably like seven or eight when this happened. But I remember we we're hanging out in his backyard one day because his dad had this pontoon boat and he didn't care if we like climbed all over it. So we'd play Jumping pirates. Jim. Yeah. We, we played pirates. Of course. And he would come out in his backyard. He's like 25, 26. Mm. 
and he would be swinging this broomstick like it was a lightsaber, <laughs> and he would act like Darth Vader. And we would be like, dude, we're playing pirates, and you're almost two decades older than us. Like, leave us Ryan. alone. But he'd come and bang on the, and on the fence and be like, Luke, I am your father to us, like, all the fucking time. 25 years old. And it was, it was just, he might have been older than that. It was just weird. But it was also like, okay, he's slow. This, you know, yeah. autism before there was autism. <laughs> right? Yeah. But. Like you could tell, his entire Media life has really was, capitalized on on his entire life. The slower. slower wars, yeah, yeah, and it it was to the point where even when I'm like eight or nine, like I realized, like, okay, this guy is a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't be like him. Yeah, and so you know, I I think there was there was some definitely some mental stuff, and he's probably on medication and some disorders there, <laughs> but still, that's now. That was 30 years ago, but now it's very prevalent. That's not just the weird kid who never grew up, the mentally ill dude. Mm-hmm. Like those types of dudes make up society, make up a large portion of society. They, they, those guys make vi- uh, you video YouTubes, mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, right? Yeah. They have TikTok accounts with millions of followers. Mm hmm. Like, are you familiar I, with that one soy boy dude who, when the it's for a star, it was from like five years ago, but he had giant mole on his face, and it's for the trailer for the Force Awakens or something like that, and it's this three minutes of him being like, oh, oh, and he's got <laughs> tears rolling down his 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 eyes. He's so excited. And the he's original so happy. Soy Jack. <laughs> it's one of. Yeah. It's one of. At, but millions of people know this this guy's face. Now, yeah. most of them are making fun of him because he's ridiculous childish behavior. But at the same time, millions of people are wa- exactly watched like him, him and, and were exactly like him. Mm-hmm. When I went to the bookstore to get that Bible for Chris, mm-hmm. grown men, older than me, grown men in the the comic book aisle and in the game aisle. And mm-hmm. not not with kids, like not like not families. Because if I went into the bookstore with my kids, we'd go down the game aisle, see what they got, you know, let them browse. Sure. That's where all the shiny stuff is. They're not getting anything because I don't believe in games in my house. But uh, (laughs) I actually told my wife that when I got home. I was like, there were grown men in the game aisle. This is why the West has fallen. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm in there trying to buy a Bible, a nice King James Version Bible. You got a fly in there? Matt's tepidly checking out his his rum. Is that rum? Yeah. With With the temperature being as nice as it's been lately. Flies have gone down flies a little bit. Have gone down. Yeah. So, and I also took some measures because I was fucking tired of them. Mm. So I did, I did you fog the place? No, I didn't fog the place, but I went and bought like a special kinds of sprays. Yeah. And sprayed everything, and then I spent I had like four loads of laundry at the laundromat the other day. Jeez. Did all my blankets and pillows and stuff like that because I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Not dealing with these fucking flies, and I don't know where they're laying their eggs. Or where they're fucking coming from, mm-hmm. but it's all over the place. Anyway, it's summertime in an old house it, that that happens. And then, but I've I talked about it before. There's these little tiny pecker gnats. They're these little tiny little flies, and so they're hard to like spot. So they love just getting in my room, and I'm you're swallowing them. I've swallowed a couple, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I believe so. I believe so. But. Do you ever do you, maybe maybe they're laying eggs in you and then you're shitting out the flies? Have you ever, have you considered? 
you know, I was talking to a producer this week. We have producers. We do. We have producers. Mm-hmm. Several. And um, he, he <laughs> was because I think you ended the last one with the N word. Okay. Um, I, I maybe I don't really remember, <laughs> but uh, uh, because we were talking about somebody that sent in some stats or something, and he was like, "Do you think that's why you did?" <laughs> and I don't know if he was being like, I think it was a genuine question. Um. <laughs> but it came it, it came across a little like he was like poking fun and if he was that's fine I'm not butthurt about it but he's like do you think that's why you never got on the no agenda stream <laughs> and I was like oh yeah racism probably yes yeah most that's, likely that's probably it that's probably it so to kind of round out the point mm. we definitely have a problem in this country with a lot of different things. But the West. Just say the West. In the West, yeah. Yeah. But the biggest factor mm-hmm. is one of one of the big contributing factors is men who are supposed to be inspired by stories, mm. telling ourselves stories for millennia, and men are the majority of the storytellers. Because mm-hmm. the stories are made by them. And they but, tell yeah. all the best stories. But that sense of adventure, that sense of conquering, right? Right. Was supposed to give rise to an ideal in our own minds so that we emulate that ideal and not the behavior. Mm. One of my favorite books is Treasure Island. Yes. I think it's it. one of the best books ever. It's been ever. several episodes since you jerked off to Treasure Island, Matt, so go it's, ahead. Well, you <laughs> could, we're all the black sales content was in the, the episode we were not going to release, but <laughs> Treasure Island is a fantastic story mm. of adventure, uh, of a boy coming of age and and starting to realize um, that he's a man. About? But if you if you just if you put that book down and finish it, put it down, and want to become a pirate, you've missed <laughs> the story. Story, yeah. <laughs> Which as a kid is very easy to do. Sure. Because you're yeah. more susceptible to that kind of stuff. But the point of the story is that they're going to come hard more. They're going to come in your life decisions that are morally hard hmm. and that you are going to want to do. The main character, Jim Hawkins, he's like 14 and he has a decision to make between going with the badass pirate, right? Who's constantly like like lying and swindling people and is incredibly violent and cruel, <laughs> but he's but he's cool, right? He seems like he's the smart guy, like he knows what's going on, like he's got an answer for everything. Philosophically, you you empathize with the character quite a bit. He's antihero, and on the other side, Jim is surrounded by these prim and proper men of society. Right, military men who, while good, are are boring. Mm. They keep the bills paid, kind yeah. of guys. I think, yeah. And the whole point of the story is there are going to become hard moral choices in your life that you're going to have to um, consider. But just to go and make a decision or do something, go in one direction because you want to. Mm. Jim doesn't want to stay with Squire Trelawney. And and the rest of them, okay. Mm. Captain Smollett, 
he doesn't want to stay with them and 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 go back to his boring life. Mm-hmm. He wants to go with Long John Silver at the end as he's leaving with all the treasure. <laughs> but he stays and goes back to his boring life because that's the right call to make. That's the right decision to make. And the point of the story is is that the moral choice, the right decision is hard. Yeah. Every single every single decision that the two characters of Jim Hawkins and Long John Silver make, Jim almost always makes the hard one and Long John makes the easy one. Mm. In almost every single circumstance. And in the end, Long John Silver gets his way. He's leaving with most of the treasure. <laughs> and he's going to go isn't it, I, drink himself to death on some island somewhere. <laughs> I think it's booty. It's pirate booty, I think. I don't think it's... <clears throat> I it, guess makes it, really, it makes it even worse, though, that, that in the beginning of the story... They could call it booty island. So. Long John Silver <laughs> owns an inn with uh, his black wife. I think that might have been the first like, interracial one of the first interracial relationships in, in literature. I mean, you have Othello, but... But, yeah. Anyway, I, I just now realized that. But he runs an inn with his wife back in, back in England. A life he could never go back to now because of what he did. Like, he had, he had a fine life serving, serving running an inn with his negress wife. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Keep us off that stream, baby. Um and he and he he leaves it because he can't make the hard decision. And so yeah, that that whole that whole book is about making the morally right decision even when you don't want to. <clears throat> and struggling with what the morally right thing to do is. Yeah. Well, maybe I should read it then. I um, do, do, do read it to your son. You, I, I may cut a portion of this out, but um, I'll leave this part in. My wife, who is the wisest person I know. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't be rude. <clears throat> Here we go. The wisest woman I know. Is that okay? Yeah, acceptable. Now my mom's all pissed off. But no, she really is. She embodies the spirit of helping me in life. And she brought up something which I thought I found interesting. And I thought that you might find interesting as well. And that was, that really spoke to me. And it was, it was incredible to hear from her. And for the first time in 10 years, I really valued our marriage. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Should we do some housekeeping? We have a bunch of drugs here. Smoke weed every day. Um, this one of my suppliers dropped the mother load, and and so I I, I generously generously as I typically do brought a bunch out to Matt. You did. Um, Wait, this, do I get to keep all of this? No, come on, don't be. <laughs> I mean, look at what's on the table here. <laughs> There's, like... There's probably several hundred hundred dollars worth of worth of things. On yeah. Table. Well, yeah. Yeah, a couple hundred. At that's least. fair. Um, but all that to say, again, to do some housekeeping, 
The links for all of these products will be in the descriptions below mydelta8.com. Are these on the, on, are these up on the site now? Every, everything here is, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I've um, got a bunch more stuff you need to buy. <laughs> it's true. Well, he tried these, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he, he may have me cut this out. Well, I think he said his old lady tried them, and mm-hmm. it put him right to sleep. That's what I've heard about these. I've heard that these are like really? next level, like wacky tobacco. Because there's three... So I got two of them. There's there's like four different kind, kinds, I think, four different strains, they call them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like Stardog Guava Sativa. It has HHC, HHCO, and THCP. And then Galactic Jack Sativa has Delta 9, a very small amount, um, to keep well, some, that's going mm. on some more. Are those pretty good? Um, THCO and THCP. So... What is the name brand on this? By the way, uh, uh, D8PG, they call it. Bad name. Yeah, I know. Well, they changed from the Delta 8 Pharma grade, and they just call it D8PG now, and I'm, I was like, Delta 8 Pharma grade sounds cooler, but okay. What, I don't run their company. I run mine straight into the ground. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sampling one of the Delta 8 Nano Tarts. Yeah. I'm told they're like sweet tarts, but better. They are. No, they're worse. Oh, really? The flavor's all right, but the, the, that, this is a, they have very... Can you taste the nano? It t- it tastes like I took too long to <laughs> okay. swallow an aspirin after I put it on my tongue. Oh, really? You know okay. that yeah, taste you get yeah, when it's just, yeah. it sits there for about one second, like that first swig I wonder, of which, water doesn't which, wash it down. You tried the grape? The grape. I kind of want to eat another one, but I also took one of the Delta 9 ones. I don't I mean, I took one of the Delta 9s and I'm taking, we're also drinking this Delta 8 seltzer too, so. Yeah, but your bed is four feet away. Mine is <laughs> several miles away. That's, that's true. Good point. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's, let's be honest here. It's, it's, Which, you said you tried grape, though? I did. Well, that could be, I don't know. Some grapes are weird. Well, let me try another one then. <laughs> try green apple? What, isn't there a orange or pineapple over there? That's strawberry. That's, what is that, mango? No, this is orange. The, yeah, I mean, orange is strawberry. The strawberry ones. Strawberry. Now, that will be 10. Those 10 are, and 10. And these are 30. So, okay, 50. <laughs> so I'm halfway there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I really that, am. That's much better. Even even aftertaste-wise, seems like? I haven't or, got to the aftertaste. But the... See, because some artificial grape flavors, like, I can't do much grape candy. I told you, remember the last time I had Skittles here and mm-hmm. I was pulling out the grapes? I don't... I, like, grape is... It's a black people flavor. The tarts are very good. There's a little bit, but not as much. But that also might be just because I've, I'm, my yeah. mouth is accustomed to it now. Right. So I've gone, you know. Well, anyways, my Delta 8 for it. all these code GTST on there and ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S.com. That's my CBD brand. All those products are, are formulated by me and branded by me. Now and, let's do and it that. so that people will remember it. Oh, please. E-A-B-L-E-S, ebles.com. If we produce that. Uh huh. And got somebody with a better or more distinct voice to D- sing it. Should I get Dame Jennifer to do it? She'd probably do it. That's your fucking jingle. <laughs> I guarantee I you, Adam and John will see. Like, no, that is a good jingle. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe you should. Maybe we should make an audio of it and send it into the <laughs> to them and see. Because you know, you heard those those great words that Adam had about uh, about the freeze gel. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe, maybe next time you decide to make a donation, 
Send that in as well. Send that in. And uh, <laughs> yeah, be like, hey, this is terrible audio. Yeah. But, but here you go. But I, I, I'm looking for ways to, uh, to jazz up the site. So if anybody, any producers out there would like to create you know, one, create one, and I, I could repay them with some, you know, some CBD, some evil evils. Speaking of, I don't know if I told you this. I definitely haven't mentioned it on the show because I think it just happened. Um, so I got tagged on No Agenda Social by. Uh, it was just it's the No Agenda segment. I'm That's waiting for the day. drop. I'm I'm waiting for the drop so I can get back in on that original ten thousand. Oh, apparently it's. I believe it's open now. I don't know, but the, but there's not a registration page, so I don't know how you do it. I actually sent Adam a message today, and I was like, "Hey, my wife, because Meredith really wants an invite, because mm-hmm. um, she never got on during the original ten thousand. Me and Chris did, by the way. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, so I got tagged in No Agenda Social, um, by Sir Spencer out of Kansas City and his wife Dame Delorean, and who do the Bull After Bull podcast. Mm-hmm. That goes in on the stream and everything. Really, really a great podcast. I, I really kind of like it. It's, it's I'll check it out tomorrow. Though. It's it's very like because I'm 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 through. You're, you're through. <laughs> he caught up on everything. I'm going. It's I, very lighthearted, and he talks. Uh, I'm sorry, Sir Spencer, if you listen to this, you talk about Bitcoin way too much. I'm I'm sorry. I I get. It's like his, but he's he not listening to this. I said Negress. He tuned out <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Well, well, he talks a lot. He talks a lot about Bitcoin because he's like a Bitcoin. He's like Adam. You know, mm-hmm. he runs his own node. He, he, I don't know if he's involved or whatever, but I know he goes. I don't know if he's like management or whatever of, of like a KC Bitcoiners group. Like he's really into Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So that's his thing. And I get it, but also, bro. <laughs> but anyways, they tagged me on No Agenda Social and they were like, this episode is produced by, by, um, uh, Sir Addison, the CEO of Shippost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, and if somebody tags me in that, I always try and listen to it. Because I like passing passing boost around, especially on Fountain with with all my stats. Yeah, I do a lot of the no agenda shows. You know, um, uh, bowl after bowl, um, um, the Millennial Media Offensive, which is again just like no agenda, but two younger guys that do it mm-hmm. uh, who are finding their stride. That's that's interesting too. It's it's much more lighthearted than no agenda, I think. Um, but anyways, they tagged me. They said this one was produced by Sir Addison. I was like, oh okay, listened. And they they raved about my I sent him I sent him some CBD I wasn't even you know I didn't say like hey put it on the show or whatever mm-hmm. I just I, I'm like they're cool people in the audience I know that they've heard um you know the stuff that I've posted of of Adam talking about it and everything so I sent him a box and they raved about it on the show they loved it yeah um the, she she said she said she felt like the uh, full spectrum oil was like really really relaxing yeah um, it's a, it's a good product like that freeze gel. I've, I've yeah. got, you've given it to me before and, um, yeah, it's fantastic product and there's, there's a reason why you have really a hard works. time keeping it in stock sometimes. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that I've, since you've been doing this for the past couple of years, that's one of been your biggest bitch <laughs> yeah, it's about keeping... Ebels. E-A-B-L-E-S-Ebels.com mm-hmm. about Ebels is the damn freeze gel, keeping it in stock. Yeah, it's been difficult. Yeah, because yeah, once you try it, you you're going to it's, it's good. You're stuff. going to like it. And if I ever do a percentage discount, like I hit the email list with oh fifty percent off or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, that's always my highest seller every time. Yeah, every time. Um, so go get yourself some of that eables dot com. Uh-uh. you've you've done it like three times now, and that's plenty. Twice. Um, and it, it, that'll be down in, in the show notes as well, and also the the cannabis buffet. That is uh, mydeltaid.com. I've, I've taken to calling how it about, how about, your, your Cannabinoid Superstore. That's not bad. 
Yeah. Well, That's not bad. Day. Yeah. Um, how about this? Oh, how God. about if you send in a little blurb of me or m- maybe Meredith okay. doing it? <laughs> yeah. Someone with a good voice. Yeah. Send that in mm-hmm. to Adam mm-hmm. as like, you know, a little five second ISO. Yeah. And ask him, is this a good jingle? Yeah. And if he says if he says yes, <laughs> then you use that jingle. If he says no, I'll never it'll be You'll never, never hold. Do it again. Yeah. They'll say yes. I know they will. Yeah, I know they will because it's a good fucking jingle. <laughs> and if anybody out there is looking for um a chef, uh I am I'm more than hireable at the moment. Um I'll tell you this is I made the kids dinner tonight, mm-hmm. which was grits. With, with Gouda cheese mixed in and some butter, about a quarter stick of butter and some Gouda cheese in there. It's not terrible. But, um, uh. as, I, as I was making it, I thought to myself, man, if he if that nigger doesn't have a job yet. Like, man. I know, I know. I need, to, <laughs> I need to get on it. I need to get on it. Be, just be a live-in chef, man. If I had the money or the means to like take care of your needs, like put you up, it, mm-hmm. I, it would, I would be begging you to do it every, every all the time. Yeah. Your cooking is fantastic. And then maybe those children could could have a dinner that wasn't grits. Like they're like they're nineteen thirties sharecroppers on a Louisiana plantation. Look, <laughs> it was either that or egg sandwiches. And I decided to go with grits, okay? We had we had grits. We had cheddar grits and some yellow cake for dinner tonight. Now let me ask you this though. I think I've brought this up on the show before. You, your children eat like they're 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 from the Book sounder. <laughs> well, um, only only when I cook for him. When she cooks, it's like, oh, here we get you know pork <laughs> steaks and you know what ribeyes and whatever else, whatever else she comes up with. Man, she comes up with some stuff now, and it's just it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, oh man. So these edibles, huh? <laughs> that's part. Of, that's also also part of the reason why we chose not to air last week's recording we those pre-rolls got me way higher than the first time yes i i don't know yes they did I, I, and i don't know if it's but you said it did too yeah i know we each at least twice that i know these of, little i bought this little three pack of 0.3 gram uh-huh. pre-rolls which is a tiny tiny amount of weed you know yeah. the tiny little just button things and we smoked them that first time and it was like every time we ever smoke you know mm-hmm. smoke and then we do the show and we tried that last week, and due to the moods and the potency of that cannabis, it yes. was it was a train wreck. It it wasn't. It may not be the worst. I mean, we've this ever one done. is too. Every episode is, and we get that. But, I think I brought some content today. Saying- <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we, there were about four or five different times where it was lost. That happened. We were we were had a point to make. And it was gone. Go, totally gone. There was several times, though, I had to stop you and yell at you. Yeah, because you, you felt like I was stepping on you. Yeah, I, and I, and it was always the point where I was about to like wrap it all up, and you stepped on me. So that that means I backtrack three steps and repeat myself. But to be fair, before I can make the point again, to be fair, if mm-hmm. I may, and I know I know where most of the audience lies on the the you know Addison talking over uh, uh, grievance. I know where they lie. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. If I may, when we get stoned on the show. Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's. I have it, a hard time completing thoughts. 
Precisely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I'll, you know, either try and complete them or what have you. And, and then, and then you're also stone. It's, it's just, it's not a, it's not doing the show any favors that we smoke right in the middle of it. It's probably not, um, but we're probably not going to stop. No, no, don't plan on it. And, um, the, and these edibles are fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Matt's I listened to. Uh, we should. Do- oh, well, go ahead. I was going to oh. say we should talk about Marlago. Just oh, m- yeah, just for maybe. The people. Um, so we I did, listened we did last week. Though. There's a lot more context though. This this week there is. Yeah, um, I still it, think you're right though with the with the assumption you made on the last one. Yeah, it's it's 100 percent his play, man. Did you hear Did you hear Doctor Farrell's news and views on it? I did not. No, I haven't listened to that. I, I think I put it in the in the channel. Even I mean, he, it, he's my drive hmm. podcast. Because yeah. I started when I when I get there, and then like I would get to work, and like he'd be re- bye bye and God bless. Yes. <laughs> See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side every time. And uh, he did a two hour banger, but not to cut you off, I I did post this in there. He did a two hour with dark banger, journalist with dark journalist about Marlago. Sent that to my saved. Yeah, that's I haven't listened to it yet. And to anybody who listens, you know, I put the YouTube in there. If that's easier for you, a lot of times I do that to archive it because these channels get pulled. Mm-hmm. You know, they just do. Um, but that is well worth a listen. So what was Pharaoh's rundown? Um, it, a Trump play. Yeah. Long story short, a, a, a Trump play. And he also really second half a show of that episode gets into the possibility of, of the, this idea of documents mm-hmm. and why certain things were on the manifest or the receipt, whatever they're calling it, um, uh, of items that were taken. And because he, he believes that there's a UFO connection there as mm-hmm. well. And he also says it's of major, major concern, um, you know, the supposed private conversation between Trump and Putin. And he, he gave him a bunch of documents, apparently. And and the media made a big stink. I remember them making a big stink about a conversation. I don't remember documents necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing that it's like, well, maybe, maybe they were looking for something legitimate that they believe him to have from that conversation. Um, because Farrell's opinion, like I'm really becoming of the opinion, and I, I feel like I can comfortably say this because I listen to his vid chats as well because mm-hmm. I'm a subscriber. Farrell's position is becoming that like Russia is kind of like the only good guy left against globalism, potentially. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the West, and Adam said this on the show as well, that when he said the CIA is running everything, mm-hmm. I thought that was very, I was like, oh shit. Because he said, I don't know if you noticed this, but he said, I, I spoke to a family member. Yeah. And his uncle was CIA. I've been of that opinion for a while. Well, but but he said that the CIA is running everything. And and I think Farrell's position is that it goes all the way back to Kennedy. Because mm-hmm. if you really look, ever since they took power through that assassination, mm-hmm. it's been nothing but more of the same. Yeah. More of the imperialism. More going after places that don't have global banks. More of the lies. Mm-hmm. Um, it really ever since then. So anyways, long, long story short, fascinating interview. Go listen to Dr. Farrell and dark journalist about Mar-a-Lago. Mm. Well worth a listen. Uh, yeah. My opinion is that there's the, I think the nuclear, nuclear stuff is, mm. is bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, I think there's other things. Um, yeah. Well, you heard Adam's one that he said he thought it was. What's that? It's it's documents because apparently it's on record that he got documents from Macron or on mm-hmm. Macron or something. Um, it's that Macron is a, just a CIA plant, just a hundred percent CIA controlled and operated asset. 
Emmanuel Macron? Yeah. Hmm. President of France. Um, I mean, who knows? It, who, it very well could be. It yeah. very well could be. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 COVID, mm. maybe, maybe there's some stuff mm. on COVID, yeah. on cl- some collusion. Well, they're, they're winding that down as fast as they can. Yes, they are. I mean, like, oh, dude, this should, uh, nope, you're pretty much the same as everybody else. It's going to be memory hold. They're, yeah. And, which is sad. Just like but, not with 9 11, those who question the official narrative will, will continue to believe that. And then those who bought it, it yeah. no matter how much evidence mounts to the contrary, mm-hmm. when you look at it in the rearview mirror, it's the psychology of being mistaken. We've yeah. talked about this on the show recently. Yuri Bezmenov. <clears throat> yes. When they're so demoralized, they can't see the truth even when presented with facts. Yes. So. My boy. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, and like Mark Twain said, I believe it was Mark Twain, it's easier to fool a man than convince one he's been fooled. Mm-hmm. You know, because at that point, pride sets in. Yeah. And it, it, you, you don't want to be proven wrong. So as long as you can point to the media and the rest of the mob and say that, but they believe this too. They believe the same thing. You're the crazy one here. You know, you're the one, you're not a part of the group and I'm a weak man or a woman. So I need to go with what the group says in order to survive. Yeah. But they, they are winding it down fast Mm -hmm. and it's, it's kind of odd in a way. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. Like we're just done with that now. Yeah. I mean, they terrorized people with it for two years. I mean, outright terrorism and mm-hmm. modified their behavior in ways unthinkable. You know, the COVIDiots that we can talk about and all the ridiculous ways that they behave. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like pulled out from underneath them. It's, <laughs> it, it, it really is bizarre. Like, there's got to be some salt on the far left, um, you know, saying like, how the hell is the CDC saying like, this doesn't matter anymore? Uh, they are the, the the voices are few and far between because most people are just like, thank God, whatever the CDC says. The people who are the, the true believers, like, oh, I, I'm finally get back to normal. So happy about that. Yeah. And people on the other end of the argument are like, I'm so happy that I don't have to. My boss isn't forcing me to wear a mask anymore. Yeah. You know, and that nobody's pushing the vaccines mm. as much anymore. And so I think the damage is done with them. I mean, the damage it, is really mounting. It is. And now it's going to be the next thing. We're on to monkeypox. But, but the, the damage from those is really, really mounting. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, <laughs> and I, I mean, if you haven't heard it, if you're a listener and you're like, what, what, like just look into it and it's, it's really not, I mean, there's life insurance companies. There's, there's all sorts of things that are really pointing to, a crazy amount of health problems. I'll just say mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm not going to say death or whatever, uh, but, but resulting in death, a lot of them, just a crazy amount of health problems out of nowhere, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And the only difference in that number of people, uh, is the rollout of these jabs. The real, the real smoking gun jabs. is you mentioned it as far as what, what I think is best evidence to, to prove to people mm-hmm. after the rollout of the vaccine is, Insurance companies. Mm-hmm. These are publicly traded insurance companies. They have to disclose their numbers to their 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 shareholders. Yeah. They have to give their shareholders certain 
okay, we paid out this much. It was a percentage of this. Yeah, metrics. To show profitability. Profitability. Excuse me. And it's all there. And it's glaringly obvious. The amount of uh, heart disease, mm-hmm. strokes, heart attacks. All, all kinds of stuff, man. All kinds of stuff have gone way, way up. And deaths. And deaths. Deaths. <laughs> and you can say, well, it's because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But it's demonstrably not. Co- <laughs> people have had COVID and they get over it mm-hmm. for the most part. Very small percentage don't. They still get over it. There's no been no other cold or flu virus in the world. Yeah. That causes the breakdown of the body. <clears throat> of a 5%, 10% rise in heart attack rates. Yeah. In myocarditis among children. Blood clots. Yeah, it's not looking good. After you've had it, the only conclusion you can come to is the vaccine which we've been saying for two years you know facebook just recently censored the hashtag died suddenly really like you you know face uh hashtags on facebook you click them you can see other public posts about that you know contain that hashtag and they did this with some other covid stuff it's been a couple like a year now maybe more um, where they did like hashtag COVID-19, they would just, we, when you click on it, it would just say, well, we can't pull any of the posts right now mm-hmm. um, because of the number of things that were trending about this. And yeah, died suddenly is one that they've recently censored because so many people are posting because there's a lot of, and I, that's it on telegram all the time, just people that are in the public eye whatsoever, you know, because everybody has to post on Twitter about whatever everybody has to post on Facebook, you know, they show, Oh, you know, uh, uh, June, 25th receiving my COVID booster doing my part. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, there's a post three weeks later died suddenly out of nowhere. Yeah. Weird. Is it it's baffling for them to die like that? No preexisting conditions. And that's, that's happening. I mean, some of that's fake, I'm sure, but, uh, oh, almost it's in every, every media you see some of it's fake in yeah. all media. Well, now that we're second half of the show, you think there's a ghost in the machine? <laughs> like it's 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 sentient now. See, here's the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with that that mindset, because I was listening to, to Chris Knowles' most recent on THC. Okay, it's 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 not recent at all. I think it's been a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I listened to his most recent one just cause I, I wanted to listen to Chris Knowles. It just, I was like, I want to listen to that guy. Cause he's just eccentric enough, you know, the way he kind of rambles on, mm-hmm. but he makes really good points. He makes really good, you know, <clears throat> and on this one in particular, you know, he said a lot of things that, that, um, on face value, I don't know if I agreed with, you know, he's like, you know, there's no transhumanism is never going to work. There's no, there's no ghost in the machine. Like they, like this is, this is laughable. Sentient AI is a joke. Like these people are propping up like all this stuff that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of, you know, cause I think, you know, oh, D wave, man, they probably already plugged it in. Like that's, that's kind of how I look at all that shit, but it got me thinking and I was like, but it really, it's the number of people that unplug because y- you can have that viewpoint and apply it to your life and live as though 
this transhuman stuff is all, you know, a crazy pipe dream mm-hmm. and, and, and the ghost in the machine. Um, because really, if you get down to it, getting away from the idea of, of, of a sentient AI as if it's like one individual character or one individual entity, if you mm-hmm. will, like, and this is why I said a second ago that sentience doesn't, I don't, I don't, I think that's pushed out as like a red herring, as a media narrative. Like this AI is sentient. That AI is about to be sentient. Like this, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think the real problem or the real concern of these things is that the algorithms build, um, like if you just if you just break it down to brass tacks, the algorithms and the AIs work off of the data that we feed them. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about the idea of a ghost in the machine, well, what is Satan's job here on Earth? Right? It's to deceive. Mm-hmm. He wants to deceive you into giving your soul to something other than Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Brass tacks, all you know, sort of denominations of Christianity and everything could get on board with that that concept. And so if we are interacting with something that is on autopilot or sentient in quotes to a point because of the amount of data that we've fed it, the more we do that, the worse we make it. Mm-hmm. The more we do that, the the worse uh, and the more demonic, if you will, that machine becomes. So, Because I, Satan's job is to trick you into sin anyways. Mm-hmm. If he can trick you into doing it in a way that will feed more data into a machine that will craft his deception of sin better for more people, then mm-hmm. why wouldn't he do it? These edibles are... <laughs> <laughs> They've kicked in. <laughs> I was gonna say during that whole rant, I saw like you kind of fading in and out of what I was saying, and then you and then there was a smile at one point when I really wasn't being funny, and I was like, "All right, well, I think the edibles just really kicked in for Matt." <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm there. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm there. So yeah, AI and shit. Um, I'm more of the mind of like, well, somebody chime in on the inner circle and tell me if that was a good thought line of thought or not, because Matt's <laughs> it was it was, but I'm more of the. Of the idea, I yeah. Need, no, tell I us, need. tell us more there, Captain Edibles. What do you, what do you think about that? I don't think any. I don't disagree with anything you said, but Eat pussy. I think it's more, um, more spirits. They were creating. You know, I don't. I don't think the AI is going to have sentience consciousness like, um, like a human being does, or like the movies that portrayed that it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, more of a um, a tulpa, a mind virus, a, a a spirit created by the mind, right? So sometimes summoning demons and creating demons uh, aren't too far off. You know what I mean? Um, multiplying a spirit, right? Um, when Jesus talks about the parable of the uh, the guy demon possessed man, okay, right? he says, you know. The spirit left, but the man didn't keep his house in order, his spiritual life in order. He got rid of the spirit once, but he went back to his old habits. And the demon returned with seven of his friends or something like that. Yeah. The strong man house, I think, parable, right? Or no? I'm, I I don't remember, but... I'm not sure. The... Weed, everybody. W- what if it's not... When you, you know, having a, let's say, negative attachment... Right. Negative entity entity attachment um, to yourself. If you then get rid of that, 
but then repeat the behavior let, that let that thing become attached in the first place. Yeah. It's not just seven of us. It's not seven of his friends, but what does it do? It multiplies. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you have struggled with drinking, mm. you stop drinking. Like you, you were an alcoholic mm. and you stop drinking. And then you get back into the mindset of, eh, it's, it's just a beer. Yeah. You know, if you're sober for a month or two, you're not far out enough from that behavior to be able to just go back to it because you haven't established a long enough, you know, pattern of sobriety compared to alcoholism. Right. Right. And that behavior lets the oppressing spirit back in. But when the alcoholism comes back, nine times out of 10 for addicts, it's worse than it was before. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who. Leading to an, an, an inevitably bigger wake up call. Yeah, like generally, like um, oh, I forget uh, people who get, get prescribed painkillers, mm-hmm. and then they can't quit, and then but then it gets worse, right? Yep. So when you have those negative entity attachments, and you multiply it, and negative entity attachments come about because of sin, yeah. what is the internet allowed to happen? Greatly increased sin. Hmm. But Matt, there's so, you heard about websites with the Bible on. The ghost in the machine, I don't think is necessarily AI. Yeah, exactly. That, and I think it don't think it's going to be AI. I think that it's these negative entity attachments that we'd allowed ourselves to be victims of. Be well, victims of. Uh, we're just making them stronger through the black mirror, mm-hmm. the scrying instrument. People, we've talked about it before. Scrying instrument mm-hmm. that runs on circuitry laid out like sigils. To summon demons. To summon demons. And we play host through the phone mm-hmm. through to these negative anti-attachments that then in call them demons or, or whatever. Yeah. So, yes, the internet is literally haunted. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but there By you go. By tulpas we've, we create. Yeah. And help create. Oh, bastard. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I that's that's kind of the like I said that Chris Knowles episode and the way that he just like shrugs off all of these you know pie in the sky sentient AI ideas and all this. You afraid he went in your drink <laughs> and we shoot a bug away? Maybe there you go. Just a little protein. What's gonna hurt? Um, but yeah, Chris Knowles shrugging all that stuff off that I'm I'm you know are all things that are on my radar. You know, like you know, oh the ghost in the machine. Mm-hmm. Um it really helped me kind of snap out of it and think like, well, really like, I mean, let's just, you know, let's look at it from an ancient mindset really. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well that's, yeah, it's just, it's that behavior. Yeah. It's exactly what was going on in the Bible. It's the same kind of, I mean, it's, and I would make all the arguments that I've made before about how much faster it is and how much more widely available it is. But at the end of the day, that's really what it is. You're serving something. You're putting your soul into something. Sin that is is not Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. Second half of show, demons in the machine. <laughs> you got anything more to say about Mar-a-Lago? Demons in the machine. Demons. In no, the machine. there's nothing to, to to say about it. It's it's the same bullshit circus that it was when he was in office. <laughs> it's and you know what it was also coming on the heels, roasted, coming on the heels of of. Good old Uncle Joe, yeah, yeah, having COVID twice in a row, yeah, out of the media spotlight for a solid two weeks, mm-hmm. 
And he just took it right up. And this is and what Trump he did just, in 2016. Yes. Like, people don't realize that. When I say that to them, they're like, oh, you know, too many people hate him. Like, that's just what they say. And I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happened in 2016. Yeah. Like, but it, it was a it was convenient cover. It's mean for, magic. It's a convenient cover <laughs> for Joe Biden. Yes. Now, no one needs to know about what Joe Biden's saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time you can't understand him. But <laughs> it's true, man. It's convenient cover. And then we're going to go right up into like the fall. You no. know, and I, I don't know what the next story is going to be, but Anne Heche, uh dying. Yeah. Was another thing. Some that, weird stuff. Uh, that really. Um, my understanding. Huge distraction. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So I think that is part of it, too. It's 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 a cover for Joe Biden and the fact that, you know. A lot of it too was has been this um, inflation reduction act. Yeah, yo, oh, yeah. It's it's bad, real bad. It wastes a bunch of money. Yeah, and it doesn't do hardly anything. And it empowers the federal government in a massive way. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, that's bad. That's always bad. Yep. This it, could, every this, time. This could be <laughs> the worst thing that Congress has passed since the Patriot Act. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Smith Month thing is to have Smith more damage. Smith yeah. But there's, like, there's, there's, there's definitely been some big ones. The Smith Month, yeah. But Obamacare. in terms of congressional acts, yeah, you might be right. I mean, this, this, this is, it's real bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Oh, uh, yeah. As far as rights go, yeah. Right? As far as individual, yeah. Individual, the rights of the individual go. So, um, remember when we started this show and we went to that Restore the Fourth rally? Yeah, I do. That was wild. It was good times. Man on the street. Now we just sit here and get high. Look at us. I, I prefer this. <laughs> I wouldn't. Can you imagine us out there trying to talk to purple hairs now? I'm not trying to subscri- subscribe to all the watch lists. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Being a social activist on the right right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're saying anything that's outside of the mainline right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, no. It's not healthy for you. Well, and and think about this. Like this is something that 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 we haven't seen pop up in some time, but mm-hmm. is a very real thing. It's documented that they've done this. Um, the whole you know FBI will put child porn on your computer in order to get a conviction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that's a thing. Yeah, that's so. And and then the other thing too, I think, which we've talked about privately and never on the program, and we probably should, is this whole Alex Jones trial. Yeah. Like this, this, this is this is putting up a massive poster boy, in in the form of I think we decided it was a mm-hmm. humiliation ritual for him, yeah, because of his connections and that yeah. sort of thing. Be that as it may, but this puts up the big billboard that says, "Uh, uh, uh, don't be questioning the things that we put on your television." Yeah, because that's and at the end at the end of the day, and Godspeed to everyone who lost their lives at whatever happened at Sandy Hook. But that being said. That's all he did. All he did was say, is this shit that's coming out of this box legitimate? Am I seeing something real play out or something manufactured in whatever capacity? Mm -hmm. That was his question. And now it is clear as day that, oh, no, 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 no. We we don't do that in this setup. Because you will be destroyed just like he is. Well, they have they have independent of his connections and all that. They're having all the little sacrifices right now. Yeah, exactly. Of the January sixth stuff. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Those are all like little sacrifices, and you you hear the stories on Facebook and yeah on you know Telegram of of oh this guy's in prison. He here he wrote an open letter mm-hmm. to his people. 
Um, there's been a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. There's been three or four big ones. Um, and then this most recent big one with where where CNN had his kids and everything talking about yeah. how long he should go away for, like just really bizarre stuff. The yeah the, the mind mind. You know. The one teenage son, he's like eighteen, who turned in his dad, his yep. own his own the dad. FBI did the right thing. I mean, that's this is this is yeah. It's uh, a lot of programming going on right now. It is, but that instills fear mm-hmm. in people, but not enough. Mm. You can't just take down small small names. You need to take down a big name, yeah, and show them that no one, no matter their political or economic or social clout, Alex Jones is by far the richest conspiracy theorist there's ever been. Uh, probably, yeah. Maybe David Icke. Dave, I, D- David, I don't think David Icke's anywhere close. Like really? he does, he, con- money's not conferences. You're not going to get money from conferences. Yeah, that's fair. Because you have 300 but people. Sh- it, hey, you, you might have 300 people show up to a big one. But I think he had a massive deal with like Gaia and did like a bunch of documentaries for them. Yeah, but I don't. Even, I mean, it, I I think Gaia was some some rich VC who was also like a conspiracy theorist. Right, then, you know, and just threw a bunch of money. Threw a it. bunch of money right down the toilet. I don't think they made any money. <laughs> yeah, is it still a thing? Is Gaia still? It, n- not nearly. Yeah, no. Um, I never watched anything on Gaia at I, all I, ever. Either. No, because I knew exactly what it was when I heard <laughs> David Wilcock. Dude, when I started seeing ads with David Icke's face on it for Gaia, you know, like back when I was on Facebook and stuff, I'm like, oh, he okay, definitely, this de- is, yeah, David Icke's definitely sold out. He's oh, he's sold hard for him. He's um, he's not wrong on a lot of his his stuff. Yeah, his older yeah, stuff. Yeah. But he was the same way. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys, and I think that he truly went to working for them. Yeah. I think I think he did went to went, went to work for him. Um because he's all he's all law of one, universalism. Yeah, very much so. It's very it's new age spiritualism. Yeah. Just, which, which just repurposed for a world where there's reptilians. Precisely. You know, and Queen isn't a human. Right. That kind of thing. And um, I've read enough of the Bible to know that I don't need to screw around with Ike's message. And you know. They're all. I'll take I'll take Joseph Farrell's orthodoxy over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I think the main problem with personally, I think believe the main problem with David Icke's message is that it doesn't end by saying Jesus Christ is the only way th- to salvation. Right. You, right. You can jump all over the, all over the place. Yeah. But you know, that's that's where you need to end up at the end of the day mm-hmm. when you're looking into all this stuff. If not, if it's not, then I'm afraid you've missed the point. I've been doing a new prayer with uh, my family. Um, you know, we specifically pray that no power of hell nor scheme of man will come against us. I'm <laughs> mixing that in the rum. Okay, <laughs> trying to talk about scripture over here, Matt. Go, I'm, go, go for it. <laughs> that probably made your rum and coke taste like a bag of dicks. <laughs> a little. It's all right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, b- 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 we've been praying that no power of hell nor scheme of man will come against us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've also personally started, and I caught this from Dr. Farrell, um, who said that this is how he prays for leaders on a national and international level, mm-hmm. um, like the Pope and Joe Biden, just whoever. Uh, he prays that, that uh, I can't remember if I told you this or not. I've told a couple people. Yeah. But um, he prays that, he prays for their salvation. Mm-hmm. Prays that that the Spirit would draw them to Himself, um, and and that if that would not be the Father's will, that the snares and traps that they've laid for others, they themselves would be caught in. And uh, 
And I really thought of the power of praying that way. Mm -hmm. And I, and I've done it a few times and I've really, I've, every time I've had to force myself to do it because it feels weird because I don't want Joe Biden to come to Christ. (laughs) I'll just say it. I don't be a lot better if you did though, but that's fair. Think about, think about if Joe Biden spent 40 years being an honest politician. God. What, Dude, we'd be we'd be on the moon like five times right now. Well, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But you, uh, you wouldn't be a politician for long, let's just say that. Yeah, well, not in this system. There are very few but I feel like people like Ron Paul. Yeah. Even though I'm, you know, there's a I can never trust hundred percent I don't there are no honest politicians. No, not one. But there yeah. are some who are a lot more honest than others. For sure, so. for sure, but yeah, I think that I, I said all that to say I think that's a pretty powerful prayer, and I think I think it can really do wonders for your spirit, um, in how you look at everything. Yeah, you know, because I've even prayed that personally, you know, and and you're aware of of the situation that that, you know, yeah, yeah. that was around, but it that that's a very difficult thing to pray that way. A very, but we're commanded to pray for our enemies in, in scripture. Yeah. And so if you believe it's actually spiritual warfare, as as you know, you and I do, then that's kind of your only option. Yeah. And I, th- and I think I've neglected it for a while. Uh, Farrell and Catherine Austin Fitz have mentioned it a lot in their broadcast because they'll get to a point, you know, when they're talking about stuff where they're like, well, what can you really do? Because they talk about, you know, space lasers and shit, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. rods from God, you know? And so, so yeah, well, when you get to that point, yeah. And, and they always say, they're like, well, the, the number one thing you can do is pray. Like... <laughs> If you're not doing that, there's a problem. Yeah. Um, I wrote in I wrote in Chris's Bible that I gave him something that was written in a Bible for me um, by my mother many years ago, actually. And it always stuck with me, and, and this is why I wrote it in there. Um, it's, this book will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from this book. Mm. And, and so you can't, that pretty much says it all. Yeah. Like, like that's my, you know, like Jesus moment where they're like, oh, well, what, what's the most important commandment? And he was like, this sums it up, you know, love God. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's kind of mine. This book will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from this book. You, you're one of those two things is always happening. My Bible on the, that I have. Get a KJV? NKJV. Okay. It's fair. Slim leather bound. Hmm. Had it for about twenty years, almost yeah. almost twenty. My sister got it for me, mm. and she um, I forget the quote that's on the inside cover. Did they? Yes, they did. She did. She still has her pronouns. They're she he. It's just oh, yeah, or she, 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 she her, she her. Anyway, um, it's just something to put in on LinkedIn at this point, though. The um, the back of the the Bible, at a point when I was going through. Kind of a hard time. Mm. Um, Chiquita Banana was doing these <laughs> these funky, weird, positive like meme messages on their stickers rather okay. than just the logo. Yeah. And one of them I found on a banana that I ate was brain fuel. Mm. So I stuck that on the back of the, the Bible. I got I had no regard for the margins in that Bible. Yeah. Like I have weird stickers and stuff, but just like permanent marker written on the outside of it right like all sorts of weird stuff yeah but a used bible you know i'd rather see a bible that's all marked up than one that's not i have one bible that's like that um and and what's funny is my it's my son's 
favorite Bible of mine because I have a hand I have an ESV, mm-hmm. I have a KJV. We actually have we actually have an NKJV in uh, um, Spanish too. I don't I don't know if my wife's planning on entertaining beaners at some point, but we have that. Maybe Jay can read it for us. I don't know for the show. I, I don't know. I don't know why we have that. Anyway, anyways, all that to say, of all the Bibles that I have, my son's favorite Bible of mine is that one because he's always like, Dad, you highlighted here. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I did. It 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 really meant something to me when I read it, and so I did. Yeah, you know, and uh, I actually got, I picked up these the other day because they're fantastic books. Does it have a Bible? He has a kid's Bible, um, that's kind of like pictures and stuff, and 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 that sort of thing. And then he has, I'm going to show you. Do you remember these? These these are are many years old. I don't know because like we had them when I was a kid. Um, ten volumes. And it's written almost in... I do remember those, yeah. Like KJ, kind of almost KJV, like there's wills and thous and, you know, like mm-hmm. I had to explain to my son not only how to pronounce firmament because of how they, and by the way, they're spot on. I mean, they get it. But, but, but I had to, because he was reading that part the other day and mm-hmm. he's like firm, firm, you know, so it, it is, they're really good English, but he really likes reading them and there are some illustrations in these. Um, somewhat few and far between, like there's like half pages, you know, as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are, these are fantastic. <laughs> and I got those when I went there to get Christmas Bible the other day. It, that, that, it was really, that really, I don't know that I've ever used this verbiage before, but it really blessed me to find those because for 25 bucks, now those are the softer covers, but the hardcover ones go for over a hundred bucks, like on eBay, a complete set. And this is a complete set that is like in good shape. I, I often just do this for me mm. before he comes of age. Mm-hmm. And too late. No. As you have you told me from his behavior in certain social settings, yeah, the boy will become a man soon. Mm. It's it, the time is coming where everything in yeah, his room well, will, will smell like. Please don't. Make sure you don't have, be rude. Attack. Make sure you, you cut that out if you want, but make sure you have. He has a uh, full copy of the dictionary. Number one, well, I got an eighteen. <coughs> let me tell you about my dictionary collection. I have I have a Webster's eighteen twenty eight that I got off my mom when she was moving, which I'm really excited to have because that's 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 the quintessential that's your shelf dictionary right mm-hmm. there is your Webster's eighteen twenty eight, uh, and don't go too far down in the editions because they're faggy like everybody else, but an older Webster's unabridged eighteen twenty eight dictionary, edition. yeah, a set of Encyclopedia Britannicas or equivalent. So we have almost we're missing like one volume, but we have almost a full set of encyclopedias. They're not Britannica. What are they? They're they're the other odd one, Funk and and uh Wagnall or or Wagner or something like that. I it's it's an off-brand of encyclopedias. I know. I know. But I grew up with World Book Encyclopedia. It's I believe we had those as well, yeah. Yeah, like reddish brown covers. Yeah. But no, I've taken to when we they ask what something full is. Set. You know, rather than looking it up on my phone or rather than even giving them an explanation, I'll be like, go grab the dictionary and let's look it up. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we also had the some things called like kids' books. By the way, the, they're 1969 dictionaries. No entry for the Holocaust. Isn't that weird? Isn't that something? 1960s. By then, we knew it was $6 million, Did we not? The more, that? the more you notice. The more you notice. It's odd. You know, I'm like, oh, let me go read. No entry. 1969. No entry. Yeah. For an event that allegedly killed six million Jews. Anyway, Anyways. make sure he has a good dictionary, a World Book Encyclopedia, yeah, and a copy of the Bible, so he can look up, you know, 
her breasts were his clusters of grapes. <laughs> and keep him away from the screen. Yeah. Oh, he can yeah. have a phone when he's 18. Exactly. And let him go through puberty the way God intended, looking up dirty words in the scriptures. <laughs> Don't be rude. Attack. But also... Everything is sex. <laughs> I when, should, I, when we played that back to back, like that, two episodes ago, like yeah. six times in a row, Aaron apparently like laughed his dick off. He was like, "You can do that every episode." What's that? <laughs> when we, we we were talking about some chickens or something, and uh-huh. I kept playing that everything is sex just because of the comments we were making. We were playing into it, and it, you know, it was a bit we were doing. Yeah. And he's like, "Best thing you've ever done," <laughs> you know. Like, and I was like, "Okay, number one, you're a child. Number two, you also hate watercast, which we we're we we're actually absent of uh, this episode." But I was like. He he hates Watercast. He's like, get rid of Watercast. And I'm like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to the show. It's a, it's the, the only thing of the only actual <laughs> real content and information that have, we've provided on the show for people ever, ever. Everything else is just opinion. It's the most succinct, together. It's true. <laughs> thought out segment <laughs> we've ever done. We've ever done. We've ever done. And this goes back to OP is a faggot. This goes back to oh yeah, many many segments over the years. That one is by far Fox the best. News versus Info Wars. Fox News. Now that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, that's and we, solid. Should, we should do that some more. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder these days. I wonder if the difference. If you can really tell, you never really could. <laughs> it was always. It was always a coin flip. Some were <laughs> some were close. more obvious than others, but yeah. Some some you took pretty good. Some you got beaten pretty good on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough game. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. But I'll, I mean, now I imagine if you go to Infowars.com, it's like nothing but stories about Alex. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure. You know, that's probably all you can find on there anymore. And that's the whole point. And tying back that into that a little, Alex Jones is the big, big sacrifice mm-hmm. that everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. And it's they they can get the little guy, sure. But they're gonna get the big guy too. Mm-hmm. In front of you. In front of you. With all this courtroom tape and everything, which is something bizarre. Which is, I mean. I think the Johnny Depp thing programmed people to watch court cases, and that's yes. why it got so much press. Yes, I really do. I really do believe that. <laughs> but the fact that we can watch court case court cases on television, yeah, which reminds me, have you watched? So the are Ghislaine they fucking Maxwell real? One? When did that law change? Have you watched the Ghislaine Maxwell one yet? No, is it out? No, yeah. Well, it must. I mean, every court case is videoed now, right? Uh, I don't believe I've I mean, seen. We can look up Alex Jones. We can look up. I don't Johnny think I've Depp, seen like hours. I've seen, and hours. I've seen a lot of courtroom sketches. You've seen it? Okay. From I've, seen those two. I've seen I've, a ton of know, those. Yeah. A, a couple of them. A little, little crayon glane. Yeah. Yeah. When she's drawing in the courtroom, that yeah. one, ooh, that yeah. was a so, good one. It was spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, let's, well, let's just go watch the video. We can, can't we just. Uh, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I there can... are none. Yeah. Of what is probably, I mean, when thrown up against Alex Jones and Johnny fucking Depp, mm-hmm. 100% for 100% certainty, but what is probably. The most prolific court case that has been tried, I don't know, in the last maybe 10 years. If you look at their connections and, and how far it spans and, and how far into politics. What it means. And, the media and what it means. I mean, just the, the whole thing is a nutshell. Mm-hmm. That's the most prolific one, yet you can watch hours of Johnny Depp's hilarious facial reaction. Now, give this some thought. <laughs> I am. What if that's the whole point of Ghislaine Maxwell Maybe and we, Jeffrey Epstein is that just like Alex Jones, like, ah. yeah, you were the big guy. Yeah. You were doing all the hobnobbing and gland hatting and people were coming to you to ask for favors because you were the connection to us. 
Mm. And you were our asset, one of our most powerful assets to making things happen around the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what he was. We can get you, and then we can also get a literal princess in their world. Yeah. So watch fucking P's and Q's. It's true. Don't get too big for your fucking britches. Because look they, what they happened. Did, they guys. didn't need <laughs> the whole point of the because if they wanted her dead, they would have. She should her. be dead. Yeah. 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 No big deal. He was. Obviously. She would have gotten Anne Hasht. <laughs> she would have gotten the Hash. You could say Epstein. Like Yeah, Hash is more in vogue right now. Okay. Well I mean Epstein's Epstein's still a classic meme and we will go in it's in the meme hall in the uh Pepe <laughs> Memorial. Apu's meme hall, hall of, of fame. fame. Yeah. Meme Hall of Fame. <laughs> but what's the point of having a trial? If you could just kill her, get rid of her, or she just disappears yeah. and the public never hears from her again. Right. What's the point? Well, maybe the point maybe the point is to have all the you know the the mid the middle management of con- conspiracy world. <laughs> right. Then realize, oh shit. Looking at you, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I better make sure I you know not fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. You know? Cuz they can hang me in my cell too. Mhm. Yeah. And That's they can point. put me on display and so they see her have to go on display in this through the humiliation ritual, they realize it can be done to, to them too. Epstein was the meme, the mass consciousness, right? Right. The every man, so to speak, in this in this setting. It's this mattress. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a new one. It's settling. Well, with the headphones and everything, I wasn't sure if it was gunshots out the window. We are in St. Charles County. We are in St. Charles County. You know, and I, you know. But the, um, <laughs> uh, you know, they wanted to put the big guy on display. Yeah. Right? And it, you you may, like, People may disagree with this, but the power player in that relationship yeah. was Ghislaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And her father. Yeah. Jeffrey was the face. Mm-hmm. He was the personality. Yeah. He could work the fuck. He could work people. Yeah. He works the floor. He <laughs> works the floor. Yeah, exactly. He's management. Yeah. He's the best BMW salesman <laughs> in the dealership. But she was the but one trained from, BMW. trained from birth <laughs> to do what she did. Yeah. Precisely. So, so you need to put her... She needs to go through the humiliation ritual because she's the one who's the actual name in, again, in conspiracy world. Right. And when she inevitably gets out of prison, it's her life that'll be ruined by that association. <laughs> um, she may not get out of prison. Who knows? She's, you don't think you so? Know, I mean, she's... I don't know. You know it's, it's close to 60. Going. Yeah, but didn't she, didn't she only get like 15 years? No, she like got 20. 20? Yeah. Right. And then they say like nine, she'll be eligible for... Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Well, Good behavior. Go. There you go. That's how all this shit is set up, man. You just go do your time. At the country at the country club. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sandusky. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh they call that the Weinstein treatment. That's what they <laughs> Boy, this one. Uh as far around as we've been on this one, this one this one may be the one they can us for. But if they don't no, I mean, are you kidding me? This is a work of satire. Exactly. hundred percent. This is we don't believe anything that we say. Here. This is parody, and we're also under the influence. We are under the under 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 the um, the, um, <laughs> the <laughs> we're baked. It's true, it's true. Some fantastic drugs we've got here. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'd recommend them. <laughs> there you go, folks. MindDeltaAid.com. Matt says he recommends it. 
I'm trying free, to think free edibles with every order. It was something I, else I was going to bring to the table. There was a thought I wanted to complete from all that. I thought of that. you wanted to talk about Mar-a-Lago more, but... No, I, I was the one who was like, I don't really want to. Yeah. It's not, not um, that interesting. With all your free time, have you, have, you, have you gotten into Frank Peretti's books much? No, I haven't. You should. I haven't. Good stuff in there, man. Yeah. Those are demon battles. They made the spiritual realm real for me as a child when I read them, I'll tell you that. Uh, they're your pigs in the, in the parlor. They are. Very odd book, by the way. Oh, it's... I it's, started reading the PDF. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's wild stuff. Yeah. And the, the the manner in which it's written is so matter of fact. They're like, oh, this is every day. Yeah. That was... that was. I mean, that was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Magic is, magic is real. Cool. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to get my ass to Narnia. Yeah. Why don't you... I mean, you're... What, how old were you? Like, four... How old are you? 39. 39. Um... <laughs> Why don't you, because I, I have the wherewithal, we have this show, um, why don't you sit down and just and just type up, you know, your own version of Pigs in the Parlor? Two, mm. under 200 pages, all right? And we'll sell it as an ebook. We'll sell it as an ebook, <laughs> And maybe we'll retire off it. Who knows? <laughs> Got to find structure. You do, I mean, yeah, that it would... But not too big. That's what I'm saying. Ebooks, man. Ebooks. Yeah. Capitalize but... on the fact that people have no attention span. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Condense Take... ten years of this show mm -hmm. and our spiritual journeys into under two hundred pages. Is what I'm asking you to do. I'm offering you a book deal <laughs> with your publishing company. <laughs> yes, with my publishing company, yeah. Tripod Publishing. Mm. You gotta, you gotta find a hook. You gotta find something to get people to. To read it, to pick it up. They've listened to the show for 10 years. Yeah, but what's the main one? What's the, well, what's the, what's the main hook? That's up to you. Gotta figure that out. What's my introspection in? Yeah, but the Bible's already been written. <laughs> it doesn't need to, we're not trying to hold a candle to the Bible. Well, we're at the end of the day, to, the message needs to be what? I mean, give your soul to Jesus Christ. There you go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody knows that message, but just, the, you know, more about the spiritual warfare aspect. 40 years of you walking this cursed realm. Uh, people, they're not interested. Everybody in says that. Everybody what says to, that. What I have to say. That's not true. No, it's not a bad idea. Download this episode. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. We'll publish an ebook. It's still the point I made. The Bible is the best conspiracy book. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, some of the stuff, man. Uh, Ezekiel's Wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's just, uh, what was I listening to the other day that maybe it was feral. I don't know, but somebody, I was listening to somebody the other day and they brought that up and they're like, you know, these, these are things that are rejected by, by Christianity or the, even the idea sometimes of angels and demons, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he's like, you know, people forget that there's like Jacob's ladder, like Ezekiel's wheel. Yeah. And independent of, you know, the one that everyone goes to, you know, who likes to talk about that is the Nephilim and the watchers. Mm-hmm. But it's like no, there's 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 a whole lot more going on here. I remember I read that to my son the other day because I read him Genesis one, um, because he read it in those Bible story ones, and then I was like, well, I'll read it in the NKJV and we'll see if we need to correct anything. <laughs> but but, uh, and then we read it there, and it's, you know, it's like, let us make man in our image, you know, and all these kinds of things. Like there's a there's a lot going on in in that creation story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not not necessarily, and I'm not advocating for like the Gnostic view of the creation story because I'm aware of that. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't, I'm not, that's not how I look at it. But within a biblical context, I think there's still a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. That we don't, we're like, yeah, well, you know, God made it in six days. And also that could have been millions of years, depending on who you are. <laughs> you know, like, okay, well, that's, that's fine. But, uh, what about all the spiritual <laughs> implications here? What about like the architecture of the Bible? Mm. Adam brought that up on Curry and the Keeper. Oh, really? The numerology of it. Yeah. The architecture. I actually was listening to Curry and the Keeper the other day. Um, Good show. It's great background show. No offense. Yeah. To Adam, who listens. But, but uh, he doesn't listen. I say Negress. <laughs> he would probably chuckle at Negress. John, I man, if you it, listen back, John's probably said Negress at some point. I've, it's, it's crass, but I, I don't think it's necessarily offensive in the manner that I used it. Right. Uh, anyway. And it's all satire, anyways. It is. It's true. It's a parody of something much worse. <laughs> or much better. Right. But yeah. I lost it. Ah, damn. Sorry. I think I helped you lose it. Yeah. So much more in the creation story. Oh, the numerology, oh, the Bible. N- n- no, not numerology. The architecture. Architecture. Yeah. And it's it's dimensions why why specifically this way yeah you know why didn't god just say build me an altar why did he say build me an altar this way these dimensions this kind of wood it has to be this yeah if you don't do it that way you're you're dead i'm not paying attention yeah (laughs) yeah yeah in some cases you know uh why dimensions yeah just in the throughout the bible when it comes to specific things you know god telling know them to where just all those old testament books yeah there's like two of them and it's all it's dimensions of things yeah build this build the high priest cloak this way do it exactly that put these stones in there yeah the specificity of it yeah well i mentioned that to you and we can cut this out if you want but you because you brought up with me that it was seven years to the day that you stopped working at the rack house did you hear what i said when you told me that that that's the year of jubilee in the in the scriptures that's that's the year of completion yeah, seven is a, is a biblical number of of completion. There's a lot of things that are like, you know, even uh, uh, the story of Joseph, seven years of famine, seven years. Like it's all over the Bible. That's that's a completeness number. And I don't know if you realized that when you were telling me it was seven years of the day. I think you were just, you know, the synchronicity of it. No, no, I I'm well aware of the synchronicity and the and the the biblical application. Well, just the the symb- uh, symbolism mm-hmm. of it. So. It is what it is, uh, but yeah, the the dimensions, even like given to animals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. in the in the Bible, it's just it's it's just interesting, yeah, because <clears throat> that information meant something to somebody at one point, yeah, like it was it was exactly this way for a reason. Just being lost in translation, we don't really understand. The full, um, well, there's very few things that were that way about it anthrop- anymore. The, well, the full anthropological aspect of it all, like what was the real meaning to them based on the culture and and everything else at the time, versus us now looking at it through our own lens, right? You know, and not really understanding because words change like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Slight, subtle meanings. And translations are oftentimes very, very poor. That's another downside 
that I think about to the, to the internet is the proliferation with which words can change so quickly. Mm-hmm. That's because of the internet. Yeah. You know, because 10 years ago, it's like, okay, the city slickers are using this or not, not 10 years ago, a hundred years ago, you know, the city slickers are using this. Then it gets out to wherever else that this word means this. Yeah. You know, whereas now it's like, oh, you know, certain words, you know, coffee, like you can take things and just boom, just instant imprint the entire world. And so if you think about the fact that language is magic and words are spells, like that's a, that's, that's a real problem because mm-hmm. whoever wields that, whether it's an AI, an algorithm or, or a person, um, knows exactly what they're doing with it. And we don't, I think, I think, I think, you know, you talk about like a ghost in the machine, that kind of thing. Like we can get lost in it because we think it's benign. Yeah. And it's like, no, these are actual, these are actually magical spells that are being cast in order to change reality. Because that's, that's what happens when you change words subtly like that. Mm-hmm. When you redefine reality. Um, Dr. Farrell keeps talking about an example in Babylon 5, which I'm not familiar with at all. Um, but he says there's an episode in there and he, he gives the names and everything. Sorry for the rough paraphrase. I've never watched it, but apparently they ask one person, um, they're, they're at dinner and one person says to the other, um, that there's no homeless problem on earth. And the guy like laughs in her face and is like, how's that possible? Like, there's no way. And, and I guess like she, she sets down her, her eating utensil and just says, since we redefine the dictionary. That's all it takes to change the nature of reality mm-hmm. is changing these language and changing these words. And that's what the internet does on a fundamental basis. Anyways, how did I get onto that? Impl- implying that, that <laughs> homeless still existed. They just didn't call them homeless. Exactly. Yeah. Just like many things today, not even the obvious ones. Cause the obvious ones, even that, you know, that, that sort of take on a meme of their own. It's like, Oh, the, the white house redefined inflation. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, but also, uh, are you paying attention to all the other things that they're redefining? Like, for instance, like, healthy food. <laughs> There's another one. I believe you shared something today in the chat about that. It's, or somebody did. I'm not sure if so, it was Somebody did. Maybe yeah. it, it might have been Sam. He's been posting a lot. She? Oh, that's, oh, never. yeah. <laughs> I forget. I'll cut that out for you. No, that's fine. Like, a Sam can also be a boy's name, but I had forgotten, like. Their no, names. That's, yeah, that's her. Yeah. Donovan. His name is Donovan. Hers is Sam. Yeah, he's not in there. Okay. Well, she has been posting a lot. Yes. <laughs> that's we, why that's why the post pissed me off. I couldn't realize. There were like there's like three or four of them in there that I'm like, this is dumb. This is dumb dumb content. Nobody needs this. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, but it is still content and sometimes there's a bit of a ghost town in there. Yeah. So I'm like, it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna <laughs> razz her or give her the the full on aster treatment. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Any new women, new women that would perhaps join—that should be what we do. We will do. We, you can do your entrance interview with with Esther. That way, she can just kind of okay. So this is how it is, and and if you want to leave, that's fine. Anyway. I mean, everybody's playing nice lately, anyways. Yeah, but you posted something about the price of food that apparently, um, no, it was Sam. Apparently, because uh, now I remember, I remember the post more. Um, an omelet is worse for you. Then McDonald's pancakes, which is laughable. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And now there's some study that so, shows that lead appears more in backyard chickens than industrial farm yeah. chickens. 
Yeah. Eggs? Have you seen that? I'm like, I, yeah. Bro. Eggs you grow yourself are toxic. Bro, they are coming hardcore at that movement, man. Yeah. Like six, I think it's Joel Salatin that says this. I can't remember. My wife knows, but you know, 60 million chickens made it to backyards over the last, I think it's like year. Really? Like people that have started doing it. Yes. Yes. Like it's a huge thing because it's like, it's small, it's sustainable, it's mm-hmm. clean if you do it right, especially with tractors. You know, the, it's a it's a really good thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make no mistake that big poultry has taken note of the number of people that are raising chickens, both for meat and eggs, on their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, McDonald's pancakes. I'll cut that out if you want me to. But you, yeah, go ahead. You need, okay. Cut that out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, man, I'm, I don't have anything else to talk about. It. I, if I figured you rant about food for longer. <laughs> You're trying to feed me? Uh, nah, I mean, eat clean, man. It, it, and, you know, and here's what I said to a, to a friend of mine, because he took a position that I think he thought would be my position on the, th- on the thing, because I sent a handful of supplements, you know, and I was like, every morning, bros, mm-hmm. fucking around. And he was like, he was like, we've supplements, all supplements are a scam. We've been living for thousands of years without supplements and we've, we've been fine. And I was like, um, we've never eaten the way that industrial society eats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that would be my argument for supplements because you would be eating food that was maybe as near as 200 years ago. 100 times more nourishing yeah mm-hmm. than something you know cooked up even if it's just unintended the, even if it's just the your mama's fried chicken effect exactly that's what i mean like like because now we literally have we're eating corporate meals we're eating corporate meals well, cool. unless we grow it or raise it ourselves or buy from someone who does yeah like that's the bottom line if 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 we're not eating from something we raised uh, or grew ourselves or buying from someone who does we're eating corporate meals mm-hmm. and thereby we are subject to whatever they want to do to whatever meat that is, whatever vegetable that is, whatever product that is, whatever they want to do to it in order to make it last longer, look prettier and make them another shekel. Even just, even just <laughs> size and shape. Yes. Right? And things being grown for flavor. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> Heirloom tomatoes. Yeah. Or a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have many of them. I, Why are heirloom tomatoes a thing? I ate one today. Because the tomato you're going to get from the store, your five by five, your Romas, they've all been bred for flavor, taste, and appearance. Mm-hmm. Most of them, due to industrial society and its, and its consequences, most of them have been bred... For longevity. Yep. To stay on the shelf and look nicer longer. Yep. And they've been grown with chemicals. And picked with that in mind too, by the way. To make them, yes, at a time when they may not be mature. Yep. And ready to come off the vine. Yep. Because they'll they'll ripen in, in cardboard boxes. For the next two months. So what you're eating is not what nature intended it for it to be. Precisely. So it's not as nutrient rich. Mm-hmm. Um, there are studies that have have 
compared stuff from the store versus stuff grown organically, heirloom, yeah, the way nature intended it. Mm-hmm. And the the vitamin difference, yeah, is stark. Mm-hmm. Tomato is a regular tomato is like that serving size is half as nutritious. Yeah. Or a third is nutritious. Yeah. Or a quarter of nutritious. Or it's really high on something that it shouldn't be. As yeah. an heirloom tomato grown organically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a big difference. So, so yeah, you know, no, I've, I've been taking my vitamins, especially since okay, you know, good. The, the hospital thing. The D3? The D3. Every in, day? And the K2, a multi. Yeah. Um, my new blood pressure medication. Mm. And then um, zinc. Yeah. So good stuff. I'm just I'm 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 real basic these days. I just do four grams of lion's mane every morning and a gram of beef liver. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing I've been taking. And I gotta say You you made some gains. <laughs> you made some gains. Um and that's with that's with like every other day. You yeah. know, like um but yeah, I'm just taking those two. And then every other every couple of days I add like some of the high quality vitamin C that I've got mm. and zinc. You need to do But the zinc and the beef you liver, need to do it's more, like you need to do more shoulder work. Yeah. For your frame. Yeah. I'm also sitting bad poorly though. I know, but, but yeah. I'm saying for your frame. Um if you get too big in the arm, it's gonna look weird. <laughs> Good looking out. Yeah. Good looking out. Um yeah, I can't do I can't do too many days back to back because I was taking zinc every day. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm taking the beef liver, if it's if it's if I take the beef liver and the zinc, it's like, you know, my poor wife. It's just, <laughs> just you know, it's it's not, um, yeah. <laughs> the word unstoppable comes to mind. <laughs> All right, but so that's why I only take the zinc like once a week now as opposed to when i was taking it every day because when I, i've added the beef liver and you know that's that's fantastic stuff really okay is. don't be rude don't be rude <laughs> don't be rude anyways well that's 206 cut it down to that's, right around two that's solid uh let's wrap it up and put a bow on it you can remember us at give that some thought.com um or you know for the time being unless people start getting in there all the time and they're like 10 sats, 10 sats, 10 sats, anybody who boosts, you know, I'll read, it doesn't matter the amount. So <laughs> all, what I'm going to boost it and be like, fuck you at it. <laughs> yeah. Boost it. And then and spell out the evils jingle. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll read whatever, maybe against my better judgment. I will read all the boosts that come in. Um, if I can give you all the sats I have right now, yeah. would you sing it as well on the show? It's only like thirteen hundred sets. Not a big deal. Thirteen hundred, dude. I've been listening. Like, look at. Speaking of this, I do not like the interface. I don't oh, like it's how it's set up at it's all. I, it's it's so it's clunky. Terrible. Yeah, it does not make sense. Yeah, it it is not intuitive at all. You're not wrong. You go back too many spaces, and you try to go find mm-hmm. the podcast you were listening to. Like you have to go back, find it on on your list, click on it. And then, you know, and in it's terrible. One man. of my cases today, I ha- I had that happen. I was trying to listen to the second episode of um, Isaac Weishaupt's um, take on Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Apropos. Good. And I had to keep going back. I listened to the first episode. 
I had to keep going back to find the second episode. Yeah. Because it wasn't in any sort of like, hey, you here's the next one. Listen to the next episode. Yeah. Because it's so difficult to go back to the back show, show homepage. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it sucks, man. It sucks. So I don't have many I, sats because I'd rather use my other two pod podcast apps. Podcast yeah. apps. Yeah. Um, well, here's 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 where I'm at on my leaderboard. Stats uh, sats earned all time thirty seven thousand six hundred and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, stats supported one hundred and forty two thousand. My top one is no agenda at eighty nine thousand. Bowl after bowl twenty thousand. Give that some thought ten thousand. I've commented on some episodes and stuff. Mm. But um, there's a handful of other apps to do it, too. The only other one I used was Breeze, and it wasn't wasn't much better mm-hmm. on the interface. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know who at these, like, startups that's making these apps thinks that they're, that they're at all good. The functionality is really handy, especially in Fountain. Like, it's it makes it super easy to boost and, mm-hmm. and, and comment on the episodes. Um, But, yeah, they're not pretty. They're not pretty at all. Anyways. Give that some thought.com. You can remember us there. Any boosts that come in, we'll, well read that's on the show. They, they, I, the people doing that kind of app, mm-hmm. they're probably not app developers. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't have a big team. They're probably just guys who jerk off to Bitcoin. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about forming podcasting about like uh, so, the app around Satoshi's. I actually not about the app itself. Probably about a month a month ago. Um, they had a huge thing where it was like you just couldn't earn no matter what. Just all the time. You just couldn't earn at all. And it was funny because I follow on Fountain the creator of, like, or like the lead guy or whatever mm-hmm. for who creates the app. And it was funny because I would see his activity. Like he'd be like clipping podcasts like about Bitcoin and stuff. And I'm like, motherfucker, work on this app. Like enough of the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, <coughs> the social, the my social earnings been down for three days, but you got time to to clip a Bitcoin podcast. I, you guys... I also think that yeah, it's it's also too much of that. It's too much fucking Twitter. Yeah, a little it's bit. T- it's yeah. tw- it's Twitter and the, it's or TikTok or whatever social media. It's the social media app of aspect of hey, follow me. Yeah, I'm I'm creating content. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, and it's like eh. I just think the boosts that stick with episodes mm-hmm. in the comment form. Is is the brilliant part? Like that's the only thing that I think is really cool because it's like you know you can go back on no agenda and just pull it up and th- there's all the comments, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I really like that. Yeah, I really do. Very little else about about the app or platform uh, or the people on it. But anyways, we'll read them all on the show. Uh, you can also send a regular donation via PayPal, that sort of thing. Um, and you can reach out privately, comment on something in the Give That Some Thought uh, uh, Telegram channel. If you'd like to be to, uh, we can set up receiving water for Watercast. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in doing that as well. Um, yeah, links for all the drugs will be in the, <laughs> in the show notes. <laughs> um, I think that's just about everything, Matt. What you bringing home? Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. The internet is literally haunted. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.